0: the kind of wear
1: time,
2: but I'm not from nine to five, I tried that life but said goodbye, I'm not always
3: polite, but I get the job done, who says that work can never be
2: fun, I'm simply unprofessional.
3: Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host tonight, Devin. Joining me, we have, I guess, the co-host for this evening, um, Sir Webby.
1: That sounds about right. (laughs) And we got Rob. Hey, everybody. It's Rob.
3: And back for another week, we got Apple. Hello. And tonight, we're going to talk about something uh i'm not, I'm not really sure. sure what uh i got a couple of things
1: weapons, we- weapons. You know,
3: we're talking about weapons um we're talking about weapons and by weapons he means uh the fighter that walks in and he has the tattoos on both his arms that just say these hands so we're talking about fighters arms and armaments no i'm kidding we are talking about weapons He's- though
4: this all started because of a sickle.
3: A sickle or a scythe or a spear, depending on who you're talking to, that could be reflavored right. as a halberd. It's, it's all dumb. It's all dumb.
1: Because,
3: like, for instance, um, how would you flavor a... You could flavor a katana as a longsword, but then the longsword and the katana are theoretically two different things. So it all boils down to flavoring of weapons and everything like that. So
2: and to clarify this is talking about D&D or i guess any tabletop game that doesn't have an expansive library of weapons.
3: And I might I'm 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 going to say this, I'm going to get off on a tangent at some point about um oh. the weapon damage type like <sighs> categories cuz I, I I hate it. I think it's antiquated and stupid. <laughs> because there's like I mean certain things make sense like bludgeoning and that makes sense. And I think they need to like make it more just cuz a lot of the weapons that are listed as piercing or a lot of the weapons that are listed as slashing can pierce and can slash. It's kind of stupid.
2: Yeah, so yeah, that's fair. their basis is mainly what it most common it's most common use would do. Right. Like back yeah. in second edition some weapons would do two different types of damage based off yeah. of how you used it,
3: how you used them. Um, yeah, no, I, I know, but it, it mainly boils down to like the damage reduction and the damage, uh, damage you know, um, resistances for specific things. And oh, well, like the old, old one, all skeletons have resistance to this. I think was it piercing damage,
2: yeah, or but they're, it was. All, they're vulnerable. vulnerable.
3: Bludgeoning damage. Yeah. It's like, but you also got like a great axe, and it's like, well, okay, if you're not taking pristine, like that that orc that has like that great axe or the minotaur with that great axe, he's not if he's not taking pristine care of that, that great axe probably does just as much bludgeoning damage when it hits you as it does slashing damage. I mean, so it's yeah, it's so it's kind of a stupid thing in that in that way. Um for instance, the short sword, it does piercing damage.
2: Because historically Why? historically it's meant as a stab type weapon, a thrust yeah, historically weapon. it's
3: based off of the
2: uh, well the, I, I listen, I'm not gonna get John up in arms. I'm not talking His historically spatha. in actual no, no. history. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, saying I don't I don't no, I'm
3: saying historically I'm saying it is it's based off like the spatha which was used with the shield, which was used to like more like stab, but that was also then historically speaking, the spear, which I'm gonna go on a limb and say the spear very gets the shaft in D D, doesn't get the respect you know not many people use a spear because it's like right. you you you're better off using a quarter staff because there's more feats to support the quarter staff and we're already getting off onto a tangent but these are all things that I, this is exactly why when i made uh when i made uh my halfling for
1: your game webby i specifically gave him a spear because i was like i'm gonna give this guy a spear because it we need more spears But anyway, this is where we are. Yeah.
4: I have a weapon that I don't feel like that people. So I am, I did martial arts for seven years. And one of the weapons I trained with as I got higher up in the ranks was a bow staff. I'm very partial to bow staffs. And some people might say, well, what's the difference between a bow staff and a quarter staff? And I will admit they are similar, but like, it's just as similar as two different types of swords are. Yeah, they sure. They both have a blade, and you're meant to swing them. But like, they were designed for different things. Like a bow staff is historically supposed to have like a central cloth bit to it, like that you would hold. Like you're literally supposed to grip it and hit it kind of left to right. Like I know different bow staff forms and stuff. Whereas like a quarter staff, I feel fi- I is not designed like that. If that makes sense, like there's not like a central grip to it, like. You're not it, the way you handle a quarter staff is different, and I just really like both staffs, and I feel like they should be statted out for five e. Also,
3: <laughs> that's my
4: issue. Well, I,
3: go ahead.
2: Let, let me ask you this: Are they similar <laughs> enough where they would both become? Would they both be considered versatile weapons? And would they both do bludgeoning damage? And would they both do a roughly the same damage type? Well, like a damage amount, I should say.
4: Yes, probably, but don't two different swords? Also, not like the difference between like a great sword and like a normal sword, but like the difference between like a fucking like a fancy curved sword versus like a not curved sword.
2: Right, like a long sword or a scimitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. get it. I mean, that's that's where that's where flavor comes in, though. Is yeah, I mean, that's fair. You, you could create a character and say, "Oh, I'd like to use a bow staff." It's just a essentially just a reskinned quarter staff. Um, at least I would think. I don't honestly know the difference between the two. If it would, effectively that... be. There it is would effectively be There
3: is there is a difference, but I mean, for D&D damage purposes and, like, use purposes, the bow staff doesn't add, like, a, a blade or anything to it. Now, if you were going to get into,
2: like, so like insection
3: staff, you that. for instance, uh, that would be a little bit of a difference, because then you're also, you're looking, you have to stat that out brand new, because then you're adding in elements of, also, like, Nunchuck's top of a staff, so it, yeah, but like for damage purposes and just everything else, it, it I don't the bow staff to the quarter staff is mainly flavor.
2: so let me ask you this uh, would Donatello from the Ninja Turtles is what he uses a quarter staff or a bow staff?
1: Probably a always, bow staff?, yeah, I'm just it trying to
5: class f- as a bow staff in the comment. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm just trying to get like a visual. Like, I, I don't, like, I legit just don't know the difference. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, and then even like that, if like, it, so like Apple, I DM for you. Um, just a little bit. If you came to me and was like, hey, I'd like to make this character and I want them to have, you know, a bow staff and a, you know, martial arts background and this, that, and the other thing. Um, I mean, if if you had, like, if you were very passionate about, like, the bow staff, um, I would probably sit down and ask you some questions or at least research it a little bit when I have time. And, like, I might even add, like, like a a special maneuver that you could do with that that you would generally maybe wouldn't do with a quarter staff or, like, if there's a specialized purpose behind the bow staff or, you know... Things like that, <clears throat> I definitely think that they should broaden their like I'm surprised okay, I, I'll phrase it this way. I'm surprised that Wizards of the Coast, unless they have, and I'm just not understand and I haven't seen it with all of the expansions, all of the additional content that they've released, I'm really surprised they have not released like just a combat book with other types of armor, weapons, maneuvers for, you know, um, grapplers and things like that, you know, you know, certain types of moves. Like, if you wanted to make, like, a wrestler who just sat there and your main goal was to grapple your opponent and then do damaging moves mid-grapple, like a suplex, there should be a system for that, but there isn't, <laughs> you know? Um and I'm very surprised that Wizards of the Coast has not released something similar to that. <clears throat> I have something yeah. for that. Um,
3: and I, I think at this point it's deliberate because I, I I always, I'm, I'm like, I hate to be like the 3.5 guy, but I bring up 3.5 because I remember, and I pull up the list to make sure I was right. There were a lot of weapons in 3.5 and I'm not going to lie, a lot of them were redundant in each, in like, not each edition, but like different books added more weapons but just in the basic book you're going to run through the list of weapons first off they had light melee weapons one-handed melee weapons two-handed melee weapons range weapons and that was under that's the categories and then you obviously hit your simple your martial and your exotics exotics usually required a feat to use them like with proficiency um but you had and you had gauntlet you had gauntlets. Well, those were under the unarmed strikes category, but you could wear gauntlets and still be considered unarmed, which was a way to get like allow people to use unarmed strikes, but like enchant their gauntlets with properties that would allow them to do certain things. So you had gauntlets. You had, uh, you had a dagger. You had a punching dagger. Only difference between the dagger and the punching dagger: the dagger had a larger crit range. It critted on a nineteen or twenty, but only did times two damage. The punch dagger did times three damage. You could throw the dagger at 10 feet, for 10 feet, and the dagger also did piercing or slashing with the punching dagger. You could not throw and only did piercing damage. You then had the spike gauntlet, which did um, one die more, um, like one die a step higher. So the gauntlet did a 1d3, the spike did 1d4. You had the light mace, and you had the sickle. Here we are. Um, <laughs> then you had for one-handed, you had the club, you had the mace heavy, um, you had a morning star and the short spear, uh, which again, like all kind of hit or miss. You also could throw the club, which was really interesting. Um, club had a range of 10 feet, <laughs> uh, for two handed melee weapons, you had the long spear and you had the quarter staff, uh, and then you had the spear and then you had the range weapons. You had this is under simple, you had crossbow light, crossbow heavy. You had dart javelin and sling. Then you move to Marshall, you had the Throwing Axe, um, throwing axe the Light Hammer, the Hand Axe, the Kukri, R.I.P. Kukri, my favorite dagger of all time, um, the Light Pick, the Sap, the Light Shield, Spiked Armor, Light Spiked Shield, sh- and Short Sword. In one-handed melee weapon, you had the Battle Axe, the Flail, the Long Sword, the Heavy Pick, the Rapier, the Scimitar, the heavy shield, the heavy spike shield, the triton, and the warhammer. Then in two-handed melee weapons, you had the falchion, the glove, the great axe, the great club, the heavy flail, the great sword, the gurus arm, the halberd, the lance, the rancer, and the scythe. Again, here we are. <laughs> um, and then for ranged weapons, you had the longbow, the longbow composite, the shortbow, and the shortbow composite. And then you got two exotic weapons. You had the kama, the nunchakus, the size, the singums uh, bastard Swords, under the one-handed weapons. Uh, dwarven War Axes, you have the Whips. Under the two-handed melee weapons, you had the Orc Double Axe, the Spike Chain, the Dire Flail, the Gnome Hooked Hammer, the Two-Bladed Sword, the Dwarven ergosh, or ergosh. and then the ranged weapons, you had Bolas, Hand Crossbow, Repeating Heavy Crossbow, Repeating Light Crossbow, uh, and the Net and Shurikens. Also, uh, R.I.P. Spike Chain, most cheesiest weapon of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, like, they had they gave you all of the weapons in 3.5. Like, the difference between a falchion and a great sword were, uh, the great sword, the falchion crit on an 18 to 20, and did times two damage. The great sword crit on a 19 to 20, and did times two damage. The falchion did 2d4 damage, and the great sword did 2d6. So you basically would give up one step of damage dice for a bigger crit range so if you were doing a two-handed crit fishing build the Falchion was your way to go
1: right but no that was taking of, notes
3: yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that's how that went down right that's how that all went down um and but everything else fundamentally was the exact same oh and the Falchion cost 25 gold more um yeah so, like, I feel like they did that, and then in 4th edition, they were like, nah, we're getting away from that. In 4th edition, like, I feel like weapons didn't matter. <laughs> like, because you had your maneuvers and, like, your abilities, and I feel like your weapon really didn't matter unless you had a weapon that gave you, an, like, a maneuver or an ability. Um, but, like, I feel like the actual weapon itself didn't matter. It was just like, well, I'm, whatever this weapon is, I'm just gonna flavor it to something else, and there we go. I got what I wanted. Um, because your damage was usually determined by the bulk of your damage was determined by your 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 at wills, your encounters, or your or your dailies. So or like your feet. So it didn't really matter. And then fifth edition, they were just like, all right, what are all these weapons that we do that like we can like shrink down into one like one category? Because you know, like the falchion and the great sword, or the heavy spear and the sh- and the light spear. Well, can we just like shrink these down into one category kind of like find it in the middle like for instance you, I go to the like the quarterstaff. And some things got buffed. The quarterstaff uh used to do 1d6 for both like it was a versatile 1d6 it did for both one-handed or two-handed. It would do 1d6. But um now it does the 1D eight and then the offhand does the one D6. Or in, in two hands it did one D eight and then on one hand does one D6. So they kind of changed it a little bit. So yeah. But I really do feel like with that, you do lose a little bit of uniqueness in making a character. When you make your character, you're doing stuff, it's like, yeah, I can flavor this katana, but like my, is really if I could flavor this long sword as a katana, but fundamentally it's no different and it feels the exact same as this guy's longsword. Which, is that maybe true in real life? I don't know. I'm not a sword expert. But I'm just saying, like, I know sitting at a table playing a game, if you have three guys all with long swords, you're kind of, one, you're kind of competing with each other because it's like, as a DM, if you drop a long sword, like, or somebody drops a long sword or somebody drops a scimitar or somebody drops whatever it may be, right? They drop this weapon and three People in the group have a weapon that fits that category, but it may be flavored as something else. You're more inclined to like cater to that object to one person specifically because it's like, let's say, like, okay, let's go with uh, again, you have a, a two fighter, you have a fighter and a paladin. The paladin has a flavored his long sword as a katana. This guy flavors that. Well, this bad guy who has a magical long sword that may be beneficial to the party, you're now like, well technically both of these guys use it, but if I drop it and say it's a long sword, it's almost like I'm giving it to the other guy. If I drop it and say it's a katana, I'm giving it to this guy and it's up for me to make that decision or you're just going to drop it and leave it ambiguous. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a sword, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And let the party kind of like to figure that out. And I just feel like it, it creates like a lot of sameness. And that is kind of the one thing I do have the biggest issue with like 5e is I feel like once you run through the list of classes and you play stuff, it, you 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 kind of you have to like get your uniqueness out of roleplay more so than like out of actually character building.
2: Right. Now let me ask all of you this because uh, I see that Anthony has joined us as well. Hello, Anthony. Hello, Webby. Hello, everyone. Um. So I've actually DM'd for every single person in this call now. <laughs> And this is the question that I have as a DM to you all as players. Uh, in the example that Devin was just talking about, say all of you just used swords, right? But you 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 all flavored them differently because there wasn't that particular style of sword in the in the in the weapons list, or or this that, or the other thing. Would you, as players, rather me? if you beat like a boss or whatever specify oh uh this was a katana so that way if you know if devin uses the t- katanas it would more likely go to devin or as players would you rather the dm just say oh it's a it's a long sword or it's a you know it's a sword let you guys figure out who most needs that upgrade and then allow you to just flavor it in the style of which your character is you know based around unless there is specific mechanical differences obviously but right. as of right now there isn't you know right. Um.
3: um I've, been, I've been talking so I'll answer less so you guys I'll go ahead
5: I mean I'll answer first my like I realized this is a fantasy game but changing the sword after you got it Seems kind of unrealistic. It's like, yeah. oh, I don't need this sword. Suddenly, it's a katana. So here you go. It's yeah. <laughs> like,
4: eh. I agree. But, I wow. think it'd be cooler to be like, oh, this guy had a shadow katana, or he had like a fucking scimitar. Like, I would rather it be flavored, but also like, at least me. Like, unless my character has like a specific reason to have a cool, like, flavored sword already. Like, say I would like, and by that I mean like a reason for my character to be driven specifically to katanas. for example, like I wouldn't be opposed to like any different type of sword. Usually I think the original, my brain says the original flavoring was probably more for just like what you thought was cool at the time and not necessarily what your character was like. This is, I have to have scimitars. If I was
5: using a long sword or something and then it's like, Oh, you found, you found death's uh, scythe. I'd be like, I'll still use it, even though it's not a right. sword. Hell yeah! <laughs>
1: yeah <exactly. Right. laughs>
5: Walking around with death scythe.
2: <laughs> what about you, Anthony? What, which what would what would your vote or preference be?
0: I, I like I, I kind of like it when like cause I think you mentioned the situation where oh if that's the long sword, so and so should get it because they use long swords. I I kind of like it where you have to have that conversation. So like, let's say I only do use short swords and short swords sure. or whatever, and you find a short sword. But if everyone else can use it also, then that's, I like that dynamic of, oh, maybe you, ha- you guys have to kind of figure out who gets it.
1: Right. Okay. So, uh,
2: specified drops. More more info is better.
4: Yeah. I also um, think it helps with the theater of the mind aspect of it all. Sorry, go ahead, I, Devin. That is true. Oh, you're, you're
3: fine. It does help with the theater of the mind aspect of it all. And I do agree with, like, more... I do agree more in the line of, like, just, like, specific drops. I do. Um, now, having played in games, and Webby and Rob specifically uh, will... I know have had similar experiences where you have DMs who will um, favor uh, one or two or a group of individuals over certain people in the party, where it seems every drop is going to somebody like that. If you're in that kind of situation, the specific... The, the, specificity of drops will suck but also i feel like too like i think there's character reasons why you may flavor something as a katana like for instance like if you were going back to like the oriental adventures let's say you're you're, you're playing a dragonborn and your dragonborn character comes from a clan that you know uh, you know a, a dragonborn tribe or a clan that was primarily set in that type of environment they're going to use more like your katanas and more of like your um Right. Like, yeah, but they, they do function fundamentally different. Like even like if you're, if you're taking the time to be like, yeah, like we're going to acknowledge that there is a difference here to where like the fluff matters. You know what I mean? We're like, if we're going to take the time to like say, well, if, if it was dropped as a long sword, it's going to be a long sword. Then you have to also acknowledge that like the, the fundamental use of those is a little bit different. In the sense of yeah, I'm flavoring this because there's no, it's not in the book. But like on the same hand, their fundamental use is different because like it doesn't. And me and Webby have had this conversation before. At what point does fluff annoy somebody? Like I think the conversation I had with you before was, hey, like, Webby, what if I fluffed a, like a like a, a warlock or spellcaster where they just cast their spells and they shot their spells out of uh, an, you know yeah. out of a bump. We've had this conversation. before. I said, and and me and you were like, well, you're like, well, I feel like this somebody would get annoyed by that. And I'm like, right. I'm like, but nothing fundamentally changed. Like, I'm not changing the range of the spell. I'm not changing anything about the spell. It's just when I like when my my character casts a spell, I'm just gonna like flavor it as him drawing back, you know, drawing back the bow of a string, like a magical arrow appears, and then the uh, spell effect happens. like, so I'm casting a cure spell, and my somebody's sixty feet away, you know, a, you know a and you know a holy. A white arrow that burns with the holy light strikes my ally in the back he feels reinvigorated and he heals right fundamentally now, same thing as a spell but it gets down to a point of when in and your whole thing was this like if you don't have an issue with it per se but your issue would be with other players in the party who would be like well that's not fair to me i gotta buy arrows but he's shooting arrows and then my counter was i'm not shooting arrows i'm casting spells and i do have i'm limited by the spells i can cast
2: see i and, remember this conversation and you know what had come out after that that would have been very upset at that conversation? The Arcane Archer. Well,
3: the Ar- we already determined the Arcane Archer is absolute fucking trash.
2: It's true. <laughs> it's absolutely but... trash.
3: And like, I'm just saying like, and the Arcane Archer doesn't even fundamentally work like that because it actually makes arrows. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm just saying like, yeah. And I'm like, I would even like, I even said like, you know, it's one of those things where like, yeah, I would even like take the proverbial L, so to speak and flavor it to where I can't cast spells without my bow like maybe I have a uh, I have a compulsion or whatever it may be where or my spells have a percentage chance of failing if I don't cast them through my bow I would even go that far right but fundamentally nothing really changes in how the game mechanics roll it's just me flavoring it but at what point does your flavor you flavoring something cross a line to the point where it's like well no we're not allowing that because of x y and z so my point is going back, circling back around, is if we're gonna acknowledge the fact that like like Rob said, like the weapon, him just describing it as oh, it's a sword that falls on the ground, you know, oh he had he had a a versatile sword, you know, a sword that you know could appear to be, to be used in one hand or both. And if the guy with the katana picks it up and it, you know, was then like rewritten into canon as oh, it was a katana type type blade or whatever it may be, right? Um, at what point is Like, and I get, like, that can, like, air quotes break immersion to a degree, but at what point does the flavoring of that cross over into being, like, too far? Right. You know what I mean? Like, at what point does flavoring become too far, which I guess could be a whole, like, conversation for a thing. If, like, fundamentally nothing is changing statistically-wise, but I get how it could break immersion or mess up with somebody else.
2: Also, going back, though, to like Apple bringing up the, the Bo staff and quarter staff, like anybody who like, if you saw both of those on a list and they were identical, I mean, they would just choose one, not knowing that there even was a difference because, you know, if mechanically there wasn't a difference, right. which is why, you know, like I said, I might, you know, as a DM, I probably would take something like the Bowstaff, staff, which is, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Apple. Cause again, I don't know, mm. Would the bow staff be technically like a more specialized quarter staff?
4: So from some of the research I've done, they are very similar, but they've been used in different, they tend to use different like techniques between the two of them where like people tend to utilize more reach with a quarter staff versus more of a two handed method with um like a bow staff where you have both your hands at the center nine times out of 10. Like, right. it's just like they're they are similar, but they're, but like.
2: So like uh, with uh, okay, so the bow staff would have your hands closer to the center. Uh, would that allow for more like like spinning type moves, that kind of thing? Like twirling it, I guess. Because when you twirl it, when you twirl a quarter staff, you have to twirl it from the middle. I'm guessing, as opposed to trying to utilize it for more of a reach purpose. Is that even a thing? I don't. Um... I
4: don't... I'll just speak from my experience as someone who utilized a bow staff. uh, And I wish it could be like this and it kind of is, but I guess it just doesn't get fully talked out or flavored. You know, it's like one of those things where you're like, yeah, the cleric technically prays in the morning, but like no one ever talks (laughs) like to get their magic spells, but no one ever talks about that. Like in theory, you could be holding your bow staff with both of your hands and you could use it to like block or parry a move. And then like, you could also be holding it while you fucking stop kick somebody. Like you don't, I don't know, but yeah, like yeah, it's just different forms of martial arts, which is what Devin is saying in the chat.
2: <laughs> and and a quarter staff would be used in a different sense. So like I might give that bow staff uh a special tag uh, where you know you can maybe add a small bit to your AC if you're you know flourishing it or whatever.
4: Um, I think they are slightly like I and this is again just like based on the very limited things that I've like looked up and researched into it because I've primarily used a bow staff in real life whereas I've only used a quarter staff in fantasy world where you can't visibly see it. Um, I think a quarter staff is slightly bigger but like not a lot like slightly oh yeah. thicker and longer but like and then like because my bow staff is like it's like a, it's considered a toothpick bow staff it's incredibly light but it's made of metal so it still hurts. <laughs>
2: Yeah, see, a weapon like that I would probably just add like a special tag onto. Even even if it was mechanically the same
1: uh, the,
2: the same reach or the same damage or, you know, whatever, I would add something to the bow staff to make it a little bit more unique. So that way that specified weapon stands out a little bit from a quarter staff. Um the only issue I ever saw with doing something like that is then any monk or anybody who creates a character that can use a quarter staff will opt to probably use the bow staff because mechanically, especially if they you know if they don't know the difference, they're gonna be like, oh well, these are all the same, but this one has a special unique feature to it, so might as well take that, you know.
4: I feel like a quarter staff would hit harder. I don't know if that even makes sense. Like because it's thicker. Here's a I'm gonna share a picture of my bow staff because I haven't got to use All it in right. a while and I love it. It's about five foot long, Um, so it's a little shorter than me, but it's like I said, it's really light. Um, It's really it's well balanced, obviously, like as it should be because it's primarily meant to be held from the center, so I can just hold it off my like finger, basically.
2: And it is something that you would use with two hands.
4: Oh yeah, both hands at the center. You can like. You know, like you strike yeah. left, and then you can like so, turn and strike right, like that kind of thing.
2: So stuff. then, I would make something akin to like a bow staff be, say, a D six in damage. If if you said you know a quarter staff hits a little harder, I would say a bow staff does a D six of damage and has that special tag where it's like, you know, you can you know, use a reaction or something or, 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 or something, or this, you know, using this weapon gives you a plus one day, your AC, whereas a bone, quarterstaff is a versatile weapon. So you can use it one or two handed. It would do a little bit more damage, but it doesn't have that special feature, you know? So that way they're both mechanically different, you know, and then you
1: you have
0: options. Sorry. How would you use a quarterstaff with one hand?
4: It fucking reach and smack somebody with it
0: i'm just trying to like yeah again uh oh like uh, what the t- okay i see what you mean
4: poke because, or like a poke It
3: like yeah, it, uh, poke. you can easily e- easily check someone one-handed like somebody like approaching you you could yeah. easily like do like a check like check them in the chest real quick with it
4: not so, that in theory you couldn't with a fucking bow staff but again that just I comes mean, down no. to how any sword can be a piercing or slashing in okay. theory yeah. <laughs>
3: Because it's, it's, I think
0: for both, both fundamentally. Snap... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, for both of them, I pictured like basically Darth Maul, and then for quarter staff, yeah. it's basically the same as, in my eyes, like a spear I guess, except without the point. So when you're holding the spear, you're holding it towards like the bottom half, and then you're kind of like jabbing at it I guess. So when you said quarter staff with one hand, I was like, how do you do that with one hand? But yeah. Yeah.
2: Sorry, go ahead, Devin. I was going to say, like,
3: I think mainly it boils down to just, like, the teachings of said one, of said weapon. Uh, I mean, they both got, my understanding is they both come from, like, historically the same roots, where, like, the bow staff back in, like, back in, you know, historical Asia was used. It would be the same thing as, like, Chinese as, like, the gun staff. Or the, I don't know, I would say it specifically, like, gun staff or whatever you'd say it. Uh, where basically it was kind of like a, it was a tool. It was a, you know, we used carry carry water buckets. It was a tool. It, it was had. It was cheap. But when it came to, like, defending oneself or the home, it effectively boiled down to it was an effective tool. Same thing in, like, uh, like Middle Eastern history, like, medieval times. Same deal. Middle Eastern. Medieval time.
4: <laughs> I like how most swords yeah. that are different from each other just came from different cultures because we all got to the same conclusion differently. Yeah. So everyone yeah. was like, ah, long yeah. stick hit somebody. And yeah. they all but just did it different. <laughs>
3: It was just kind of diff- the fundamental difference of, of that in the sense that, yeah, it's just the way in the techniques taught with it were slightly different. That's why I would almost like to see like different flavors of like, I think I'll really implement and make the fighter cooler too. give the fighter like, they give them like fighting styles, but give them like, take those fighting styles to the next level. That's what I would see, really like to see like, the next like D&D like iteration give the fighter like different fighting styles that actually changes fundamentally how they operate. So you have two fighters fighting each other with very different fighting styles and they're very, very different on how they, how how each fighter operates. Would that might require going back to like the old wonderful two e where you have like a fighter class book,
2: maybe. Oh yeah. They have in second edition, they have a whole combat book. Just a the whole, whole book just devoted yeah, uh, to combat. Devoted to combat.
3: I mean, and the thing is it's like, and if you really want to dive deep into the DMs, like DM's guide and the player's handbook, their combat is actually pretty in-depth in 5B, or you can get it, you can get it pretty gritty. Uh, yeah. it's just you really gotta dive into it and really wanna do it. But it's I just, like nobody wants to.
2: I, I just wanna say before I lose my train of thought, going back to the um a- Apple's comment about how we all like No matter where we were in the world, we all kind of came to the same conclusion. Like, you know, oh, long stick weapon, uh, long sharp instrument stab. That's why I love the mall because it's oh, heavy rock on end of stick smash.
3: (laughs) I mean, also historically speaking, to be honest with you, to a trained practitioner with a sword and a trained practitioner with a staff, the staff should win almost every single time. Um, Just because of the the advantage of reach, yeah like purely in the advantage of reach like it it it, it's silly uh how hard it is for a a a, like a sword in fact it's funny like people always like look at the katana going back to like even katana or like now i have questions a little bit different because the armor was different they were more like medieval knights were in full armor so they could take hits from swords without like and usually had to like get you know slip it in between the armor but going back to like samurais just for a minute there because i've been watching a lot of like historical i i I spend time watching historical videos so i'm stupid but anyway point being is uh the katana is a sidearm like it's really funny but a lot of people like oh the samurai like no the katana is a sidearm their preferred way of killing you was with bows and then their preferred melee way of killing you was with a spear or naganata It was not the katana that was like, Oh, shit. Uh, I you caught me unarmed or you caught me outside of the battlefield, and I carry my katana with me as my sidearm to keep me around. But the katana is akin to the soldier's pistol in this day and age.
2: (laughs) Now, what was your question? question? Webby, (laughs) yeah, I have a question. Uh, so I mean, I agree, and it makes sense that like. You know, a person with just a, you know, like, say, a longsword or whatever versus somebody with, like, a bow staff. If they're both equally trained in their weapons, a bow staff should win because, like you said, you have the reach. You can keep them at a distance and still attack with it. Um, Now, and I know there's exceptions to every rule but I'm also trying to make sure that I you know, like I understand how certain weapons work versus other weapons. Uh, what about hook swords? Would those not be extremely effective against things like staves?
3: Well, hook swords are really interesting. In the sense of they are designed to... A hook sword is designed for primarily tripping and disarming. Um, I'm not saying they wouldn't be, but if you knew how to use a hook sword and you could... Kind of really like hook into. You. I would say this is what I would say. Against a metal staff, it would be significantly less useful because you could just slide the metal on metal. Against yeah. a wooden staff, um, right? But you're eliminating
2: be- the sense of reach at that point, though, too, because yeah. a a good hook sword practitioner they can actually hook their swords together, and that's where the blades on the handles come in.
3: Right. Right. No, absolutely, they, absolutely. They
2: can swing it that way. Absolutely. Hook swords <laughs> are gnarly. I really wish Hookswords, I
3: could. Hook swords are great. They're gnarly as hell. And another, I guess another way to like interpret that would be kind of akin to like the three section staff or akin to yeah. the um the the flail. Because the advantage of the flail was it was used to get it would bend around shield and hit you. So like you swing it. They'd go up to block it, the shield would catch the chain, but the heavy spike ball would still swing around and get you. <laughs> now were they kind of impractical when not actually like utilized perfectly? Yeah, they were. that's why they weren't like as nearly as popular as people think they were. but yeah, 100 so, percent. like a good hook sword practitioner would at least eliminate that reach to a degree, or at least like lessen the severity of that reach. Um, and also too, I mean, yeah, as a a good quarterstaff wielder is just as proficient and close with their staff as they are at range with their staff. I would say, like, obviously, if you're like in fisticuffs range, you're probably at a disadvantage with the staff. <laughs> other than that, but also too, if you're a, range, the you're kind of at a disadvantage with a sword too.
1: So
4: <laughs> not wrong.
3: It's
0: very funny because like right before this, I was watching the uh, the the scene in um, Crouching Tiger, Higgin' Dragon between the two female fighters, and then Michelle you just goes and picks weapon after weapon after weapon, and then like one of them was the hook sword.
4: Oh my goodness! I don't so like something that I got into recently is I I made a couple like homebrew subclasses while I was doing that I was looking at the monk subclasses and I just try not to think about how angry I get the fact that they basically were like, "Ah, oh, yes, this is the classic monk. And they just like took all forms of martial arts and were like in one, they were like, this is, and I'm like, you just, I just, as someone who studied a specific form of martial arts and my school taught three different kinds. And I saw multiple kinds throughout my different, you know, travels and sparring experiences. I'm just like angry. <laughs> like I started playing around with trying to make like a vaguely jujitsu based, um, subclass or like j- judo inspiration too where it is like crap like there's types of martial arts that are just strictly around like grappling and being up close and personal with your opponent versus other types of martial arts that are about keeping them at a distance and it's just like i feel like right fighting styles um, as a whole just yeah
1: aren't expanded upon judo- oh,
0: man. uh, uh mentioning jujitsu i remember when webby the uh did the zombie game and I was like, I'm gonna my my character does jujitsu I'm like, why am I grappling
3: with a zombie that can bite me? That was such hey, a stupid you, mistake.
4: You chose the wrong martial arts for a apocalypse.
3: <laughs> you, you, know like you know what martial art I choose for a zombie for a zombie uh game? Gunfu gun food you know,
0: okay. so, yeah I, I chose it because this was around the time where i was doing jujitsu, so i'm like oh cool that's so cool and so i want I, that's why i was like yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do you. real quick no, but
1: the then, like, just, i, real I, quick.
0: I oh, chose wow. it and i chose it then like we started playing i'm like wait a minute i just I, I imagine, imagine you like I go mean, for it
3: you, like crit, you like crit one fail you're like oh well, i got him in yeah. a heel hook i got him in a heel hook You like, i was the one that got
2: bit too yeah, and I mean, to be fair, Anthony, I mean, like, I I have not taken martial arts in my life, but I have been in fights, and I mean, a, a guy like me, my best choice, get in close, fast, and just, you know, get in your face. You know, if I can get you down on the ground, even better. So, I mean... What would my, if, you know, my option in a zombie apocalypse would be, like, I, in a game, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to toss him in a headlock. It's like, okay, he's still going to bite you, though. It's like, shit, I didn't think this through. Yeah, I, sh- <laughs> I, I know. don't know why I just didn't do boxing. is good, too. I like boxing. But then again, I still, you're still
3: throwing
0: a limb into the mouth. Not exactly. Not pop, exactly. Bo- oh, oh, no, oh, actually, no, good.
3: boxing, like, it, you, it would kind of suck because you'd have to, like, you'd have to, like, lose, like, mobility in, like, one of your hands because you literally could do, like, like, Brass knuckles, an actual boxing glove yeah, yeah. would, would, be, would be hard to bite through, and just literally start throwing jabs.
0: <laughs> Wait, hold up. One. Uh, uh, actually, Devin, you might be the only one who who watched it. Did you watch High School of the Dead? Yes, I did. The, 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 okay, are, oh, let me just just let you out. Know. uh, it's a zombie movie, or anime. Uh, there was a uh, there was one high school student who was like, "Don't worry, guys, I got this. I'm the like the head of the uh the kung fu class." And he does exactly that. He tries to like punch and fight a zombie and the zombie just bites and kills him.
3: Yeah, I mean, nope. I mean that's pretty much what would happen. It's like, I mean, a good chunk of martial arts responds to pain reception, like pain pain reception. Um yeah. where it's like, I'm going to, you know, hit you and you're going to feel this and it's going to hurt and it will cause a reaction. Um Right, or knocking your know.
0: brain where, like, you're unconscious, but, like, that none of right. that matters. A zombie. That, would,
3: that would work against a zombie to a degree, but, like, you actually, have to no. do it to the point where, like, it would damage the brain. You know, that's a whole another conversation. How much damage to the brain of a zombie do you actually have to do? Like, in, will inducing a concussion do it cause enough damage to a zombie brain to, like, stop the zombie from existing? I, I have know. a
0: question. Could you knock a zombie unconscious?
6: Mm, probably not.
0: Okay. I'm just in, trying in, to in
3: my. if there's my ever apocalypse. if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, I will go yeah. live on SU. Yeah, just me to too. Just <laughs> me to see too. if it's possible. I'm like, oh shit. Yo. Ch- start
0: choking him out and say like, all right, any minute now. Yup. Wow. I, I actually have a question about a weapon with regarding D D cause uh so for, for DMs anyways. Need, um you need, have you, you guys ever made a, a a special like weapon or armor item to give to, like, the players, and you're, like, excited for them to have it, and they just no one wants that item.
3: I know Webby has... Oh,
0: man. I was so I close. Has,
3: I know Webby has given has given uh, special objects to people, and they just, like, act like it's the worst thing ever. I, I kind of feel bad because... Oh, in that the, was a
1: comment.
0: Because <laughs> uh, in the uh, the game that John's running for us, Rock of Cabrin, we found a weapon, and then, the, like, Oh, I don't want it. It's cool. I was like, oh no, 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 I don't want it. No one wants the weapon. I was like I uh, Yeah.
3: I did a I did a thing where I designed a weapon that was dope as hell. Uh and then once I finished designing it, I was gonna give it to a player. And then I was like, no, this is too cool. I want to keep this for myself. And I never gave it to the player. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt I would
0: just feel so bad for the DM if like they customized this weapon and or had like a cool backstory and then just no one wants it. So they just either sell it or just put it away somewhere.
5: Well, I mean, to be fair, that weapon I think was specifically designed for pre, but Tamara did yeah. not want the responsibilities, <laughs> yeah. like the I, social responsibilities I, that went along with that weapon. So she was like, nah.
0: Yeah. And then, like, just, it just kept passing it around to other people. No one wanted it. And I'm just like, my, well, my character just vehemently, he just doesn't like swords. So it's like, no, I, just, I don't want it. I just
3: imagine that's Webby. I know you're, I know you're like villain's next, uh, like, origin story. Like, your next villain origin story is a god creates an artifact. But it's like he feels it's a really like powerful artifact, but it's kind of like middling. Um, and <laughs> everyone that gets it just keeps passing on it and they don't give a shit about it. Like the first like two levels of it are, is really shitty, but like the last levels like makes it worth it. But nobody wants to keep it long enough to get there and he keeps passing it along. he gets more infuriated as time goes on. And eventually uh, he, just, he goes pure villain.
1: Now he's I do, of the world
3: like passing on his weapon.
2: <laughs> in this same sense of conversation, I do have a question for Rob. Uh, Because I feel like this, I mean, maybe not necessarily a specifically tailored item, but uh, in the Misthaven game, um, you had given us, and I don't know. My question is was it a roll for loot, or did you choose the loot that we acquired on one of those jobs where we ended up getting that Afridi chainmail? Was that something you chose, Uh, or was that something that was rolled?
5: No, that was something I chose because. There was I believe that was the house that had the Efreet in it
2: oh okay, because I know we had gotten an Infridi, an Efridi chainmail, which is a legendary item, okay but I really I feel like at the time nobody in our party could use it like f- except for hephaestus, but he wore plate, so he didn't want the chainmail. Uh, now, what a 3D chainmail does is it gives you, you know, your AC bonus of of, of regular chainmail and everything, but you become immune to fire damage. Just outright immune. You can literally walk on lava. just nothing. It just doesn't phase you. But nobody in the party wanted it, so Mernon took it, and I, we brought it down to fucking, like, the local magic shop dealer, and I was like, yo how much would you give me for this? And he gave me an offer of like, you know, straight up gold value and I was like, okay. Would you give me a little bit more if we did it store credit and we decided that this was our go-to shop. Like anytime we need magic items, we come directly to you. And he gave me a better deal, so we've ha- we've had this running tab with this one magic shop owner that we've still... Ha- I, we're getting close now, but we still haven't depleted the value of just that one chain shirt, essentially. Uh, I hated selling that too, man, because that is such a good piece of armor. Uh, being immune, just straight up immune to fire damage, damages.
3: It's, uh, being, are you saying being immune, straight up immune to the most common damage type in the entirety of the game? Uh, right. Is is, is good. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And, <laughs> and lava. You that's good? Lava. <laughs> no, Dude, you, no know what, you know what I would do if I had, you had that? Have to I is. would you really have to find a piece of armor that.
3: that makes you immune to falling damage. And then we can just jump off Mishaven and see what happens.
2: You know what you do? You find something that makes you technically immune to bludgeoning damage, then.
3: Yes. So we need
2: armor that makes us immune to bludgeoning damage. We just
3: I just want feather Mishaven falling four fall. boots. It'll
4: be fine.
2: They're
3: falling
4: but
2: people, like, but the, the problem
3: is Like, what if, oh, like I Minecraft immediately like, <laughs> give, give me the ability. Like as a monk Like yeah I can reduce my falling damage Like oh that's great but that's not that great so
1: oh, that, it, it my hmm?
2: oh Maybe this is exactly what you just sent me I had an epiphany Oh huh? no you did not send That is not my okay I will read this in a
1: moment What you just sent me Uh hmm. Rider needs To get Ifridi chain Chainmail.
2: Follow my lead on this, okay?
1: Okay. Follow
4: my lead it, on it, this. It, hear me oh, out.
2: It, hear me <laughs> out. It makes you immune <laughs> to fire damage.
4: Uh-huh. Hear
2: me out, bro. Then you could get winged boots, which I told you anytime you specifically get winged <laughs> boots they are filled with lava, yeah. you would not affect you. Be like, yeah, that I just true. slapped that shit right on. I'm still going <laughs> to fly. You'll be dripping lava everywhere. <laughs>
3: Just gonna
5: pour the lava on my no, face. See what it you have to you have to get
3: you have to get a free, <laughs> free chainmail and then this is what you do. You get fired out of it. This, this is how we're gonna do this. We're gonna get a free chainmail in Misthaven. We're gonna get an airship. Airship is gonna have um have like a ballista. Now, hear me out. Uh, someone with the person with your free chainmail is going to tie a bunch of effectively what ends up being Molotov cocktails to themselves. They're then going to ballist. We're going to ballista them onto the enemy ship. And then when they land, they will burst in the flames akin to, I don't know, fireballs. Um, and yeah, but they'll be okay, though. They'll be fine. Now, we just have to get... And then our, our only mission is to get them off the ship before the ship crashes to the ground. Yeah. And if we fail, I mean, we just give it to our... We just give it to Avalos. No harm, no foul.
2: So, um, <laughs> so I found a list... And it's a website that I know me and Rob use quite often.
5: Yeah. I'm just, just a second, but oh. Devin, Devin oh. basically, that's basically what happened, just minus the free chainmail to the last airship. I'm, air I'm aware.
3: <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel <laughs> like there would be, I feel like it would be more of a peace of mind if he had the free chainmail. <laughs> but I'm saying it worked really well. Did it not work really well? It, yeah. I guess the whole
5: encounter I had planned,
3: but sure, Devin, you're trying to like improve (laughs) upon
0: the idea of a suicide bomber. Just where where they just don't. I mean, to be
3: fair, okay,
2: but let me repeatable suicide bomber.
3: Let me let let me argue this point, Anthony. If there was ever anything in the world that needed to be improved, is suicide bomber not it? Like it's inherently. I don't don't need a
0: more effective suicide bomber. (laughs) I'm just saying,
3: but if 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 you take out the suicide bomber, he's just a human bomber. He's
0: just a bomber, yeah, I he's
3: guess. Just, he's, he's just Nitro from, from, from X-Men. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, automatically. <laughs> like, any, any improvement to the suicide bomber, like, I guess, like, logistics is an improvement. <laughs> like, it could be like, you died two uh, seconds I'm later. I'm saying,
0: if suicide bombers <laughs> could just not die, I feel like the world would be a worse place, not a be- better place.
3: I mean, look, some people just want to watch the world burn. And in this particular fantasy world, I think our group is that group.
0: It seems like it's always, like, whenever any D&D game happens, the, the players are always the worst people. Look, I try...
2: No, D&D. listen, you were part of the distractions group. In that instance, yes, you are right. You guys were the worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, i hold on hold on hold on, I'm I'm on. Case
3: no. No.
2: Hold on. Anthony yeah. I currently still DM groups who are cleaning up y'all's messes mm, Ooh, <laughs> not you specifically <laughs> I you know, know. I, no, I mean, well Astonis even Astonis was always like this is the dumbest thing. And then you guys would do it anyway because you just kind of went with the flow of the rest of the group.
3: No, 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 no. I'm going to no, argue.
2: No, no.
3: I'm going to argue. Every <laughs> character I've played has tried to do the right thing. Every character. Whatever yeah, I,
2: I, I'm... I listen, I'm, tr- I'm trying not to point specific <laughs> fingers... About the distractions group. I okay. you, I'm
3: just saying every character I have played and every character I have made has tried to like fulfill the ultimate purpose. And then even when like he died, and I made a different character who I still adore to this day, and that's why I am happy he is still alive out there in the world. The point is, <sighs> even him, he, even while trying to save the world, he took time to liberate a town. Uh huh. Multiple towns, actually. Um, he, he ate one person, but like, whatever. Um, mm. that, that happens occasionally.
2: I mean, and, to be fair, you were a giant toad. That's, yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's and that's bloggers. what
3: giant toads do. If Naruto taught me anything, giant toads eat people and wield swords. Um, yeah. So I'm just saying, like, I've always tried to do no, the right I, thing. Those and,
2: and I, I get it. And, ten, yeah. and, 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 and so didn't trip. You know, Trip was always trying to do what was right.
0: Uh, I'm not not saying that we were a good party. All I'm saying is that I've read a lot of, like, even when we were reading the, uh, like, horror story on Reddit of other games, like, Mm -hmm. it seemed like a lot of, in general, when people play D&D, the players are typically the worst people.
3: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're called murder hobos for a reason. Yeah, you know, they go around murdering things and leave destruction in their wake. They don't care what happens because they don't feel the after effects. Webby's whole point is he tried to make us feel the after effects of it, and we still just said fuck it.
0: Well, we didn't say fuck it. We just were like,
3: well, we well, some of us said fuck it. We're gonna go do this thing. Um, I, f- I feel with, like we just we just we arc. just
0: messed up. We had good intentions. We just messed up. Okay, See, okay. I, I have know, this.
3: Some of us had better intentions than others. I will say that. <sighs> go, go ahead, Webby. No.
2: Uh, I was just going to say I was attempting to not point fingers but listen y'all should not have put Talon in charge. That's all I'm saying.
3: No one, was, tried, no one else wanted no one wanted to be in charge. I got, that, that, that was the I problem. Not I put, that put him in time. charge. We had a whole civil war moment and then um and then I and then I left. And then I came back and then when I came back uh, <laughs> I died. I died. See, I
4: have this like gut instinct to say that I my that in this specific instance specter is not a murder hobo but because what well, my brain thinks of when i think of murder hobos is people who just kill like anything like they'll kill like a shop npc whatever but i feel like i can't say that because my character just wiped out an entire inn full of a rival thieves guild yep yep out of revenge yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah you built that fucking boss i remember now <laughs> how did the fight go by the way how did that go
2: we're Listen. alive you know what? <laughs> it was close, and then at the very end of the fight,
4: and that's con- not our fault. You forgot. <laughs> oh hell yeah,
5: I was
2: con- not reminding
5: con- you until the end.
2: <laughs> Conveniently, Rob reminded me. He's like, "Oh yeah, what about that exhaustion ability thing?" I was like, "Fuck me, I knew." It's I was not, our <laughs> not our fault.
4: You forgot. Not our fault. Yeah, I, I mean, what I generally it, thought I had to... is, it had something to do. We're good still fight. cursed. Okay. What you're,
3: what you're saying is it was a good fight. Without the exhaustion thing.
1: Yes. Well, but I didn't
3: thought it had something to do with... We probably
4: would have dead. We would have been
3: uh, dead. With the, so the I did mechanic. my job. Okay, I'm happy. You yes. did your job. I'm happy. I did my job.
4: It was not an easy fight. Especially the fucking... Fight. Fight. Oh my god.
5: I, I seriously was trying I, to figure it out. I, like, I thought it was going to be based on... Like, because you told us at the beginning of the fight to make sure we... Kept track of how many spell slots and items and stuff we used. So That's because of Rose. Like I thought you were going to say, "Oh, so you gain this many levels of exhaustion depending on how many spells you used." And I was like, "Oh God!"
1: That's <laughs> insane. And then you never
5: said anything about it, so I was like, "Oh, okay." But because you told us later why, because of Rose's yeah. reverse time thing or whatever. But I was like, "Oh, well, Total I, I don't know the exhaustion mechanic." Oh my god. Yeah.
4: Yeah, no, that fight was brutal, especially since that bitch, like, because i my character's a rogue, too, so the fact that he was a half rogue, and he was he knew all my fucking tricks, and I knew all his fucking tricks, I just sat there, and I was angry the whole time that I couldn't sentinel his ass. <laughs> I was just like, punch someone that's not me within five feet of me, and the bitch refused. He fucking I, I refused to do that. <laughs>
3: that. I barely fought him until the end. So I that know. subclass made me so happy. Like When I, I found that subclass on Reddit, I was like, yo, this is... This is borderline
2: unfair, and I love
5: it No, i mostly focused on his minions to try to get rid of that. <laughs> then I think I only yeah, bought which, him like the last turn which,
2: which was smart. I mean, <clears throat> you guys didn't need that added the, the added you know aggravation of the what like four or four or five guys additionally in the back, you know, shooting stuff at you.
4: I'm glad they despawned <laughs> the <laughs> ones that were yeah, in the back like, back room
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. I, f- I forget what we, we were even talking about. I don't
1: it know.
4: all started originally with fucking like. You were blaming cleaning Anthony up for messes. the of the. I don't movie. know what that started. I was not, not, I was,
5: I
0: was not, <laughs> not blaming Anthony. <laughs> me, all I gotta say is, I, I was really looking forward to playing a, a funny Minotaur. I, I liked that <laughs> character that I made. Yeah, oh, me too.
4: yeah, we had all of one session with him. Yeah. The
5: yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah,
5: crazy old man. You
4: can blame oh, The yes. crazy old man. Yeah, know, know, all, that was.
3: All I know is, all I know is.
4: Toast? What if the rest of us just Toast? played anyways?
0: Nope. You didn't get Toast? to hear like I told Levy this, but like cause his name was Gilmore, and I, I made it like oh, so when he gets into, when he Gilmore, when he gets angry, oh, he he on he, be, he becomes Killmore because he wants to kill people. Stop <laughs> yeah. it! I
2: love that! So <laughs> Devin. Devin. He, he he was a fancy oh. Minotaur. Oh, he was, and he was technically Jax's son. Yeah, he was technically Jax's son. He
0: he was a oh. very fancy Minotaur who wasn't really he, like into, like, hurting people and stuff.
3: Minotaur? Was he Minotaur, or was he a... Sh- was he a oh, no, no, man. you should have seen the picture. He was uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
4: I had he had a cool. vest.
0: I had a vest, I had a briefcase that that turned into a hammer.
4: He was grammatically yeah, correct. Okay,
0: okay. Yeah, I and then, like, his, <laughs> name, his, I his, name was, his name was Gilmore, and he was very fancy, but he had bounced where he gets, know, like, blackout I, angry.
3: I was the reason for the, for the snazzy Minotaurs, right? Like, I... <laughs> I created the same yeah, I will yeah. give oh, you okay, all, okay. all the credit. I just like
0: the idea of a very proper, like brute. And so I, 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 and then I, I, made that character, and I was, and I, when I was thinking of Gilmore, I'm
2: like, that sounds like Kilmore. I want to work that hand stuff out. So, oh, yeah. I... Devin, I will have you know that, that that snazzy minotaur is still in the world, still I know, lost. I
3: you know, and I'm still happy about. It. I'm still happy about it.
2: And he's um, still reading his map upside down.
3: <laughs> and i'm telling you i'm like i'm being honest with you i'm telling you also anthony by the way uh you definitely need to figure out a way to like uh rework in uh gilmore and Kilmore, and then you need to get like some some girls oh girls I, like, I had i had the exact reason gilmore for girl. it, it was... girls. Kilmore no, was... <laughs> girls <laughs> no, 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 no i actually
5: thought of gilmore i mean yeah, brenna was in the party <laughs>
0: i thought of gilmore because of gilmore girls and then like, i i remembered like, wrong, like, wrong, that wrong. sounds like Kilmore.
3: Yeah, I know, but like we need, we need like the Killmore Girls. That
4: needs that to be That sounds thing. like terrible. No, I don't. know. <laughs> it's don't like a girl like... band, but we're murder hobos. Oh, okay.
0: All right, that's fair. I thought it was like that we only kill girls. So no, like, no, no we, we, are, we are characters. girls.
4: We are girls, okay, and yeah, we kill more. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay <laughs> with
0: that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, th- so I, th- th- I threw someone at someone. I think. No, I mean, yeah. that was
0: a good. That was a good session.
2: So, like, moral of <laughs> the story for all the listeners out there. Uh, m- maybe Rob has it off the top of his head, but go to John's Twitter, uh, which I know is probably Linstead something. Linstead DM. Linstead
4: DM. Yeah. Linsted
2: DM, and just give tweet him hashtag blame John.
4: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do it. That's hashtag all.
5: blame Brenna. That way he'll more understand what it's about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it,
0: is it the dead hookers in the room again. I
5: I just can't, <laughs> I can't. I know, I always bring it
0: up to John. Uh, almost like every session, because it's still funny to me.
2: Oh man! And to this what day, he's it? like, I did not do that. It's I like I like, yeah, so angry when I bring it know, up. And
0: I'm know, just like, yeah, just, I, I don't know. I just I just like bringing it up.
3: PC, you can play. Like, what's like like largest like actual creature category size PC you can Mi- play? Medium. Oh my uh that's another yeah, character i like yeah, i really like no my... like a large or a or a uh, bigger uh, creature huh.
2: wizards of the coast usually they they tend to steer away from allowing players to play large okay. creatures because Not, of the okay, like, image difference
3: the, i know but like spell wise spell wise uh what's the biggest you can get oh. spell wise
2: uh uh i think enlarge makes you one size category bigger so you'd be large
3: Damn. I need to figure out a way to be large and then get one more size category. Just because I want to make a um You could like, polymorph. A, you could polymorph, but it it's wouldn't true. be the same. It wouldn't oh, be the same. You, you could polymorph? Okay, polymorph yourself into a giant and then cast enlarging yourself. Only reason why yeah. I want to make like I want to make a character who literally that that's their whole shtick and they just use a sling, but like their sling is them just hucking boulders at people. <laughs> uh one of the
5: fighter types. I think allows you to grow bigger.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, I
2: think it's actually the new bar- you... it's the new barbarian one, isn't it? Yeah, it might be uh, no. barbarian. Yeah, Whatever have, the, rune, the one with the
5: runes, because no, there's no, no, rune.
2: It might let you throw bigger, but path okay. the Giant
3: lets you add your um yeah, your smaller, So you become large, anything you're wearing. You
5: yeah, so you can, large. Become, large can become large with that and then cast enlarge on yourself, which you makes you bigger.
3: And you get yeah. the crusher girl ability where you can add your rage damage when you throw something when you throw yeah. ha, your range attack with strength base.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh man, well, maybe I, Now I miss my elephant creature.
3: Your loxanon?
0: With the tr- with was it a trombone or a track? I can't remember what instrument I had. But yeah.
2: Oh man, yeah. yeah that was the that was one of the modules we were playing for that awesome. Yeah, on. and then I,
0: I got petrified. Very, very disappointing.
1: Yeah.
0: I
2: like how we went from D&D weapons to just talking D&D now.
1: I, I mean, mean that's, that's,
2: that is SU, I guess. <laughs> I
4: mean, We're I all just D&D, D&D nerds. I don't know how
3: long we've been going, but I actually do got to
2: get off. Yeah. I, get off. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. When did the recording start? I don't have my OBS open because so, I joined late.
4: Um, I
1: don't it, don't started. Ahead, it was around the
4: time, like, Anthony said something. It was like six o'clock.
1: A little bit about an hour. i so sorry. 7, hours, right? Seven o'clock.
4: I live in a different time zone. Okay. All right, Devin.
1: Well, if you need to get going, you can skedaddle.
3: Uh, all right. Do you have life advice before you go? Uh, life advice. Uh, do I have life advice? Um, <laughs> uh, honestly, no. But I can. Uh, I, I got you quick.
2: covered. I got you covered. You got me? Uh, all right. Yep.
3: Well, real quick. Uh, choose your friends wisely, develop positive habits. Uh, uh, and I love all of you guys. Uh, there you go. All right, all right.
2: Without- Oh, shit. That was a fucking huge flash of lightning. Damn.
1: Nice. It's storm is that?
2: Sword of Zario. Yep, there's oh, the guy. thunder. Yep, there's the thunder. That thunder. was quite the delay, so it it's still what it
1: was.
2: Hi, Donnie. Hi. We're just chatting D&D. We started off talking about different weapons and... and uh, I just told you
6: about this you weapon, but... What'd you say? You, you're not going to like it if I even tell your party members it exists. Tell me. Can you message me then?
4: Tell, no! It's the I,
6: one Rob knows I'm what it curious. is. Too. It's the one that my druid got that you would never let me play that character again if I still had it. Not druid. Not druid. Dwarf. The yeah. dwarf in that one shot.
2: Oh, yeah. I was actually looking at that today about potentially handing that out or, or letting it have a drop.
6: <clears throat> I'd say that's a high level thing. Yeah, well, yeah. But yeah. Um, that was my my one contribution I wanted to make was that that needs to be on anybody's best weapons list.
2: Well, I mean, I All did right. say that uh, earlier I did find a list that it's, it's an expanded weapons list, essentially. So it does have more unique specialized weapons uh, on it that I'm going to end up sending to Rob. Um, and we can kind of try to maybe utilize it into the games, because, like, they do have things like a katana, which does more damage than a longsword.
1: Um, and it's unique in the aspect that it is a two-handed
2: finesse weapon, which makes sense, but you do not generally
1: have two-handed finesse weapons. So, but they even have Brass Knuckles on this list. It was
2: wanting those a while back, wasn't it? I was. How yeah, it was that? you.
1: I mean, Wait, it why not? Only, it only does 1d4 bludgeoning damage, but... Whatever. I just... I like
2: the idea of being able to have, like... You know, because some players, they do. They have, like, a... They gravitate towards a special, like, a, a unique type of weapon, like... You know, um, like I know Rainia in one of our games, she really wants to start using scimitars, you know. So, I get it. Some of these items, some of these weapons, I have no idea. And the cool part is, too, they have a, a small little section for shields. Oh. And so, like, they have, like, your normal shield, all it does is plus two to your AC. That's it. And then your tower shield, which is a heavy, special, versatile, but it also just gives you plus two to your AC. Um, But then you have things like a spiked shield, which is a plus one to your AC, but it can also do damage. It does 1d6 piercing damage. Or a buckler, which is only plus one to your AC, but it does 1d4 bludgeoning damage because you can smack people with the buckler. Things like that. Kind of cool. Giving
6: extra uses for things like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am
2: curious what the special thing is under the tower shield. Uh, special using the tower shield blocks more than ordinary attacks. You receive a plus two bonus to dexterity saving throws when you wield it. If you are wielding this shield, you cannot cast spells that require somatic or material components unless you have the war caster feat.
1: Versatile, uh, right?
2: Versatile, uh, and you never see shields with their that have the versatile feet or uh, tag to it. If you hold this shield in one hand, you can wield a weapon in your other hand, but that weapon must have the light property. If you hold it in two hands, the shield's AC bonus increases to plus three. Yeah, uh, You can gain the benefit of holding the shield with two hands whenever both of your hands are free. For instance, you could throw a hand axe on your turn and still receive this benefit. Or you could repeatedly draw and stow a war pick to receive the benefit every other turn. So, I do think this list is, is, is kind of neat. And I, I think I really, I, I think, honestly, I think Wizards of the Coast kind of dropped the ball not putting out something of their own. Of, like, this, and like, like I said at the beginning, it's not just weapons. I, I think there should be, you know, grappling maneuvers that you could do that they should add. Um, like Devin was saying, different fighting styles for the fighter that I really said make two for out. martial arts, yeah, martial arts, exactly. Um, you know, I, I think there's just there's a lot of things that they could add that. I don't think would overly complicate the game. It's just added stuff that... I mean, even as the DM, you could just opt to not use it. You could just be like, no, we're just going to use the base base stuff. You know? But in this day and age, too, I mean, there's plenty of stuff out there. You can find a lot of things that are homebrewed.
1: And as DMs, you can insert it into your own games and things like that. So... uh so anything else people want to talk about no, anyone I'm
4: else have any on? other weapons they're passionate about
6: <laughs> damn it has a weapon i'm passionate about but we won't talk about that on air
5: i'm passionate about that same weapon
6: <laughs> stop <laughs> <laughs> i should have stayed in bed
4: <laughs> <laughs> rob
6: just this one time you don't have to shut up <laughs>
4: I have a question. Do they have throwing stars? Statted out
2: shurikens, right? Yeah. Yep, they do on this yeah. list anyway. They uh, just one- usually re- reskinned
4: the dart. Uh-huh. Uh,
2: not on this list, I don't think. What does a dart do?
5: One d four piercing.
2: No shurikens are different on this list. Next, uh, yeah, when I type in just-
4: shuriken five e, I don't see anything. I've seen stuff for like Pathfinder and like I've seen homebrew, but I don't oh. think I. I haven't seen it on like D&D Beyond or anything like that, you know?
2: Your dart does 1d4 piercing. It's a finesse throne with a range of 2060. The shuriken on this list does 1d6 piercing. It is a finesse light throne with a range of 3090.
1: So yeah, it's slightly longer. Not a sp- uh, official material, though. So No, that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I Apple was asking if it was because she said D Beyond and stuff. So. obviously yeah. not. because least it's
5: not
2: official. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew but someone I mean,
4: had started it out, but I didn't yeah, like I said, I didn't think it was in the game like official yeah. material.
2: This this particular book that I have, I'm gonna end up sharing it with Rob, but it's from the GM binder, which we use a lot of stuff from.
5: Yeah. Well, Dude. I do I do know like the monk class. I don't think any of the other classes say anything about Anything, but it does say talking about shurikens in there, and it says you could just reskin darts, and then it says like nunchucks could be a risk, just a reskin club, and like it it does mention that specifically in the in the monk. uh,
4: I mean, it's like uh, yeah, in theory you could reskin anything, but I kind of I just get kind of like not disgruntled, but just kind of like it feels lame, just like reskin darts to be like yeah, it's a shuriken now. Like,
2: well, I mean that, and (laughs) I mean, but I mean, there's
5: only so much ways to make weapons. Different before they just are redundant.
4: Yeah, but like, at the, same the time, glaive you're... and the
5: halberd are exactly the same. They just have different names. Like it's
4: yeah, no, uh, that's fair. That is How would you reskin
2: Nunchuck? That is not not, true. Not that would, is true.
5: You, the glaive and the halberd yeah.
1: are exactly the, the same they, the, glaive a one,
2: the, the glaive does one. The glaive does one d ten. A halberd does one d
4: eight. See, I not? would actually c- no. for I would actually consider the not thing. a. I would almost I would sooner reskin a a da- a thrown dagger as a shuriken then i would assume a dart is similar to a shuriken
1: oh, yeah i would make the halberd do less i feel but i mean like it makes sense
2: that like a shuriken would would be different than a dart cuz you're not going to throw a dart as far as you could a, a shuriken i don't not feel too. maybe
4: yeah no i mean but, they are i feel like they are fundamentally thrown differently 100% like
2: I Man, as far as the damage, I mean, making also, a shuriken a d6 over a d4 for a dart, I mean, yeah, I could argue, you could argue that, you know, a shuriken would do as much damage as a dart, but I do think that the range should be different.
4: Also, I feel like if you're talented enough, a shuriken could, like, say someone's holding their arm out, and you manage to make the shuriken go, like, under their arm and cut through, I can imagine it cutting through the bottom of their arm and continuing, whereas, like, a dart kind of just sticks into things. At least if I'm picturing darts the way that they intend to be pictured, like a fucking, like, either a blown or, like, a thrown dart. Like, it's not like a full blade. There's a point to it. It's not surrounded in blade. Right?
1: Right. Yeah.
4: Okay. (laughs) I also have throwing stars. It's the second thing I'm passionate about. (laughs) I have a a, boomerang. Yeah, I mean, I
5: would say it would probably do slashing damage as opposed to piercing, I suppose.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Is there a boomerang in in (sighs) D&D? There sure
2: is. Yeah there we, is. Is uh, that is that blunt damage, I'm assuming it's it's a simple weapon. It's bludgeoning damage. Right one D four bludgeoning damage, and does if it you come miss you if you miss with the attack, it will return to your hand. Oh. That's oh, wow, I would love to get it. What's the, uh, sorry, how much damage does it do? One D four bludgeoning.
4: Who has one right now? I wouldn't. Someone mind. had one. Was it Cal? Was it
2: Cal? I mean, we probably I don't know. We should talk about yeah. that after.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: chill, chill out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just remember
4: getting stuck in a tree.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that, that the
2: boomerang is on d d Beyond. That's an official thing. It's the simple weapon.
0: For a weapon like that, seems kind of complicated to use. That
2: surprise It's classified as the simple weapon. But you know what they don't have is a boomerang with a scope and a laser sight. What? Huh? I, they, I'm, I'm just saying it should increase the accuracy. We should have sharks with lasers. But no, sights. no, <laughs> I shouldn't because the, the, the <laughs>
5: weight and balance will be off. Uh, boomerang is not in the list of weapons.
2: DS- yes, yet. it is. No, I'm staring at it right now, Rob. I'm looking at it right now too. Do you have all the stuff unlocked? I Type have in. whatever you have unlocked. Go, go <laughs> under equipment. Yeah, um, and, then type, and then type in simple weapon.
5: Yeah, I'm looking at the simple. I'm not an idiot. I'm not a fucking moron. <laughs> hey, I it don't says know. Club As the top one is club, and then you dagger,
4: great club. Okay, to be fair, when I type in boomerang five e, the first result is boomerang equipment D and D Beyond.
5: Oh, well, it's not here.
1: I don't Copy. That, that's I believe I just, you. Bro. I just I do how to use this. Boom. I just learned how to use the snipping tool. And now I use it all the time. <laughs> yeah, he learned like two days ago.
4: Boomy! <laughs> <laughs> you do come back. I don't back. even
1: know what that page is. That's not the page I'm on.
5: Are you on D&D Beyond? It's not, hey, yes. it's
4: alright. It's okay. It's <laughs> not that important. I'm on, it's not I'm that on big D&D
5: Beyond Chapter 5 Equipment. And it's broken down into armor and shields. Uh, weapons, adventuring gear, equipment packs, tools, mounts, and vehicles, and it's just a list of weapons. It doesn't have the weird like pictures
2: that you have. All right, I just want I I want I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to do something, and I just want to see if it if it is different based off of how you get there. Um, kind of like that. You remember the ninety nine thing? How I couldn't bring up the menu, but then you did it
1: a different way. I just mm-hmm. want to see if this works. Go to the top and just hover over game rules. Mm-hmm. And then click on equipment on the right-hand side, and then type in simple weapons.
5: Yeah, I don't know. This is already different, but I don't understand why it's not just in their list of equipment if it's yeah. an actual thing that exists.
2: I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Write your congressman about D and D Beyond. How do I take a screenshot? Because I want to show you this. I mean, I can just walk. You in probably
4: there. also have a <sighs> snipping tool.
2: Yeah, you can just yeah, type it's, in the in Microsoft thing. What? In your search bar on the lower left, your your actual computer <laughs> search
1: bar. Yeah. Okay. Type in type in snipping tool. Okay. And then it should pop up with something if you click on that. Yeah. And then cl- click new. And it'll make the your
2: entire page look foggy and you can highlight the part that you want to snip. And then you right-click and copy, and you can paste it in the chat. I'm not doubting you. I'm just saying it was on my list, and it's because because of the way you get there. You're going to a chapter versus going to just the equipment list. I, I don't know why it's like that. I agree it shouldn't be like that.
1: But I also, I don't know. It's an improvised weapon in the new season of The Boys that uh, I feel like Rob might enjoy.
6: You guys should totally watch that.
0: <laughs> I've only seen clips of the new season, but I think I know what you're talking about.
6: <laughs> you probably do. I, I'm not, I'm kind of transparent like that. I'm like a one-trick pony
1: with my jokes. <clears throat> Did
4: you figure it out, Rob? Yeah. <laughs> How's your pasta, Donnie?
1: Gone. It was delicious. Gone?
4: Hell yeah. I'm going to have leftover ramen, this, or leftover food the second we're done with. This.
5: I mean, this is the page I usually use because it's easier than having to search through the entire list. It's just like lyrics, all your simple weapons, but it doesn't have things like the yeah, well, original.
1: It could
4: that's, have been added like after the original book was released, maybe, you know? So, like, maybe they just never updated that page.
2: I mean, that's why I use the page that I do because if I know that I'm looking under and I just want to see simple weapons, I just type in simple weapons and it brings up the entire list. Like there's one on here that's under that's not on your list too, the the Yaklaw. Yakwa Y K L
1: W A. Yeah, but it doesn't exist. I mean it does. <laughs> what is it? A
2: Yakwa is a simple melee weapon that <laughs> is the traditional weapon of Chulton warriors. A lakwa consists of a three foot wooden shaft with a steel or stone blade. Up to 18 inches long. It costs oh, 1 gold piece theater. and it deals 1d8 piercing damage on a hit, although it has the thrown weapon property. The Yakla is not well-balanced for throwing. Range is only 10 to 30 feet. Wait, did you say it's 3 feet? Uh, 3-foot wooden shaft with a steel or stone blade up to 18 inches long.
1: Yeah, that would be a weird thing to throw. You know Unless what, you're throwing no. like a javelin or something. You know what else? Never mind.
2: I mean, another one that's not on your simple melee weapon list is the sling. That's on the. That's a simple ranged weapon. Yeah, it's under simple ranged weapon. Oh, I didn't. I, I, I
5: didn't highlight simple ranged weapons. Just the regular simple weapons.
2: Oh, okay. I see. They they separate. See, I just have it classified under simple weapons, <clears throat> so I can go through. But not sure, Rob. It's the ninety nine menu thing all over again. Mm. Oh well. That's well. Hold up.
0: Because wouldn't the boomerang be a range weapon, not a melee weapon?
5: No, it's not under-range weapon either. Only ah. the only simple range weapons it has listed is light crossbow,
1: dart, short bow, and uh, sling. Ah, <laughs> is a hand crossbow a marshal then? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I didn't know that. so yeah Uh,
2: how long have we been recording for anybody got time
4: about an hour and 20 minutes
2: alright so this is probably where we should probably wrap it up
1: Um, does anybody want to talk or chat about anything else before we wrap it up Mm -hmm. not hearing anything I'm going to guess that's a no Uh, so we will do our outro
2: Uh, Apple where can people find you
4: uh twitter
2: apple 21 anthony where can people find you
0: i'm not really using twitter so not uh i guess rock of caribbean the D game we play with john and rob how do you play that nah, you I, I have no idea um
5: wednesdays <laughs> oh, i know it's wednesdays but i don't
0: know how often what, once a month it's probably yeah about once a month <sighs> i need more D D.
2: I mean, we can, we, we can so fix that. So many games. We can fix that, Anthony. I'm just saying. You have new. You have games. So many. Yeah, I thought they were all full. That's why I never asked. Man, I will reach out. I, you know what? I'll make a game specifically for you. You oh, know I'm what? Sorry. You remember the Minotaur game? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Wait, are we making? App are, app we are we making? Uh, 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 yeah. kill girl, uh The Killmore okay. girls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. the <Gilmore> girls. <laughs> I don't have time and for more like You guys have lost me. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> say, hey, you know, you guys, you guys woke up one morning. And, we are oh, girls that God. kill
4: more. Not, we're so not right, killing you guys more are not girls. Ruin
6: Gilmore Girls for me. I'm not we, letting you.
4: Oh, no, we're just you. a bunch of girls who kill a lot. So we're the Killmore girls.
6: You're not running Gilmore Girls for me. <laughs> that Rory, she's a firecracker. Yeah, uh, the the the, the re- remade version wasn't the greatest, but you know. I didn't uh, watch that. That doesn't exist in my head. Oh okay, good. Don't, don't none it. of
2: none of you can find Donnie on the internet unless Rob wants to. I'm get not on the credits trailer. of
6: this episode, guys. I'm. Not, I don't feel like I have to put one on there, but it is Jack Forest Walker. All.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's D-Bronner 21, but you're not. Gonna, Rob, you're, you're not going to ever look at it. So <laughs> no,
6: I, have, I don't think I've been on there in six, seven years.
5: Uh, uh, Rob, worked Rob worked for the Trader, Trader.
6: <laughs> at Trader, giving away my name. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you can find Dream. me at uh, Confessor underscore X on Twitter and uh, twitch.tv slash Confessor X on Twitch.
2: Uh, and as always, you guys can follow me on Twitter at JaxForceWalker, all one word, on Twitch at DMWebby, and on eBay at I Miss Devin's outro. But he already gave us life advice, so I don't have to. <laughs> uh, so with that, everybody... Thank you for listening. We love you and fuck booster. Fuck science corner. Oh yeah, Whoa.
4: science corner.
2: Rob, do you have a science corner?
4: I, I know. Did. you are trying to cut him out. <laughs> we're trying to leave him in the dust. Too what late.
5: The out- outro is already playing. No. <laughs>
1: is it? Hurry up, <laughs> it go. Yeah, yeah. You
4: got. Yeah, you're We talk over the
1: do outro all the time. You
5: guys do talk <laughs> over the outro. Go ahead, Rob.
1: Faster. <laughs> do, do, it, do, it, do, it, do it. Go. Go. Go.
5: Go. Right. Well. uh... Yeah, it's not going to be enough time.
2: Just do the. You could have <laughs> said it, with that time you just said. <laughs> no,
5: no it, it takes an explanation. Fine, the world's on fire. Enjoy. We're all going to die. Bye,
2: Mood. <laughs> I don't Necessarily think that that's um, a, a very that good true. science corner. I
5: oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I had a, you said to do it fast before, so that's all you get.
2: I mean, we can go pet just do the <laughs> science corner. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I, I'm only human. I make goddamn mistakes.
5: Yeah, but the intro was already playing. Now I gotta go and edit it. I and mean, We're no, not supposed don't. to have to edit no, this. You
2: then you know what? Just stop the recording.
5: <laughs> no, it's fine. No. Uh, so, uh, yeah. The uh, human body is able to adapt to temperature uh, shifts such as you know, especially like those of us here in the Northeast that have extreme temperature changes from cold to hot, like your body gets used to it, which is why a lot of people in like England and stuff are having trouble with the extreme heat because they don't usually have it there. So even though it's like for us, it's like, oh, that's not that bad. It actually is killing people over there. Uh, I think that said that over 2,000 people in just Portugal and Spain have died from the extreme heat. Uh, and The reason is because the the temperature is shifting way more rapidly than people thought. Even accounting for for climate change, they thought people would have time to adjust, but apparently we're not. Uh, So the temperature is changing too rapidly for the human body to adjust, which is causing
1: a lot of problems. And it's going to continue to cause a lot of problems as it continues to get hotter and hotter.
4: It's insane, dude. The amount of, like, especially poor people in Europe, like, not poor people in Europe, as in the, I I feel bad for the people in Europe who don't have AC in some parts of Europe because they normally don't fucking need it. Because
1: it's normally not that hot there. And the heat waves are also lasting longer and longer. Uh, In the 60s, it used to be just about
5: 20 days. If we got a heat wave, it would be 20 days worth. It is now up to almost 80 days every year.
4: That tracks, honestly, because where I am, where I live in the Midwest, I mean, it normally gets to the hundreds in like July and August, but it was getting in the hundreds in like June and it's just hasn't really gone away. It's been like
1: miserable. Good science corner. (laughs) It is also affecting not just
5: uh, Europe, but Canada as well, because the West, I guess the West Coast, the
1: Pacific Northwest is also having as many as much problems with the heat. They're not used to it either. I hate the heat, but I'm kind of used to it. I mean, you live in Cali where it's hot all the time pretty much.
0: Well, wait, like, yeah. Well, it used to be like when I was like 10, I I specifically remember like waking up in the morning being like really
1: misty and foggy and like really refreshing and crisp, but I don't feel I don't get that these days.
4: Ugh. I'm just glad it's been raining here recently, despite the fact that we had, well, and then it, it, it fucking on Monday here, we got 11 and a half inches of rain. It flooded so many things. It was insanity. And then it was raining today and we got another flood morning for a couple hours. Dude, it was,
1: it's been bad. <laughs>
4: All right. Well, I want to go heat up my food. <laughs> oh, go
6: ahead. Yeah, you go do that. You said it's ramen.
4: I got leftover. Uh, it's katsudon, and Ooh. I have some pork rolls. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that sounds good. It's I don't know gonna what be. Is, I, I meant to good. type something else. I I typed katsu instead. Dang, dang you! Your <laughs> Uh
4: Katsudon is like a type of like egg fried um, pork cutlet. Um, as well as it has like a. It's like they fry it no oh, there was my dog they fry it and then they also put like soy and other things on top of it and then the rice is just really fucking good y'all i can't even
1: that i'm going to wait for my brother to bring me a chipotle Did we finish the recording? No. <laughs> really? Where's the going? I thought you it. <laughs>
5: <Listen>. <laughs>
6: oh, gee whiz, This conversation could have got a lot worse.
5: This is how we are uh, unprofessional. Uh, but yeah, I guess <laughs> we should have ended it now. Uh, so well, thank you all for joining us. Uh, it was a little bit out of order, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. Ah. And we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Well, fuck your goal? We you said that earlier. If not, fuck your goal? We, we said yeah, it yeah.
4: at least once. Okay. I tried that but I just love the amount of people that trickled in and out during all this. <laughs> I mean, honestly,
2: this should be how it is usually. People to come yeah. and go as they need to. I'm